After months of reviewing thousands of documents and conducting hundreds of interviews behind closed doors, the House January 6th committee hearings are underway. Tune in to C-SPAN as committee members question key witnesses about what transpired and why during the assault on the U.S. Capitol. Get the hearing schedule on our website at cspan.org and watch our coverage on the free C-SPAN Now app. Or listen on your smart speaker by saying play C-SPAN radio. C-SPAN, your unfiltered view of government. Hello, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase with your host, Rita and Mel. everyone and welcome to our next part of Rhyme Entertainment Showcase which is our special guest of the month segment. So today we're going to be interviewing Jennifer Amore who co-runs a marketing agency called Alpha Brand. So Jennifer welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Pleasure to have you. It's a Um, pleasure to be here. So we're going to go into a little bit about your journey, obviously, into running your agency. So what is it, first of all, about running an agency or having your own business that excited you before you even decided to take that step out? Mm, That's a great question. So basically for us, um, we were stuck in the crazy, you know, general nine to five. I was working at a dental office. And I was running it, the manager, and it was actually primarily a welfare office. Like we were the only one in town that accepted Medicaid. And so that was a journey all in itself. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I actually loved my job. And then we ended up moving to Texas and my husband worked in uh, manufacturing bullets. And so he was working like shift work and he would come home dirty and just, you know, like it was just crazy. And we, we never actually had a day off together during the week. So we didn't have a chance to really do a lot together. Um, cause it was all just very scattered and we'd only have a, like one vacation a year to do anything. So we had to plan like pick and choose who we were going to go visit and everything. So it was pretty crazy. So the idea of running something ourselves and having that freedom that everybody wants, that was definitely what drove us to, okay, figure out what do we want to do? We know we didn't want to open a storefront because I know that can be a a serious headache and it's like super, super crazy. I've had family members who've tried to open storefronts or, you know, physical businesses. And so we were like, we wanted more of like the remote lifestyle. So let's kind of figure out what we need to do. And at first we didn't really know what to do, but we just knew that that, that want and that wish was there. And so that's kind of where that led into everything. So I guess obviously coming up with the agency itself, was that Mm -hmm. something like within you, both of you that you, you kind of thought, yeah, actually marketing is something that we're both interested in. How did the Mm -hmm. idea of running a marketing? Marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So the the funny part of that is um, my family always, uh, (laughs) they always kind of made fun of Michael because he was on the computer all the time, like way before the marketing agency. And 
he was like Mr. Tech nerd and always figuring something out. And they're like, oh my gosh, Michael's always on the computer. And then I was always on social media. And so it was like these little things were brewing in the beginning without, <laughs> without us even knowing. And um, so anyway, but we, yeah. So like I said, we didn't know what we wanted to do. And then actually our best friend, David, when he lives up in Canada, we were on the phone with him one night and he was talking to us about Ty Lopez and like Grant Cardone and everything like that. So he's the one who really opened our eyes to that, to that genre of, of thinking and, you know, opening your mindset and like getting rid of the poverty mindset. Cause mm -hmm. we just didn't really know what direction to go in. So he was like, you know, you guys should check out Ty Lopez and see he's got like marketing courses and all kinds of stuff. And so we literally went on there and we were like, we just felt like that was what we needed to do. Cause we were so connected to it already without even realizing it. And so once we started learning the courses, it just all kind of came together and it was just so completely natural for us. And so we're like, okay, like, this is what we want to do. Let's, you know, let's get the LLC formed. Let's get going with this and let's, let's do it. And so that's where that was kind of burst was thanks so much to David for <laughs> like kind of scooting <laughs> yeah. us in that direction. Thank God for best friends. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In terms of when you actually setting up um, Alpha Brand, what were some of the struggles that you came across, you know, and that could be obviously financial plus support, mm -hmm. and, you know, basically having the right people around you um, when you were going through yeah. that. Are you able to kind of go into a bit of that and how did you overcome it as well? Oh, yeah, we <laughs> we definitely <laughs> hit the hard times. We overcame with persistence. But yeah, so um, back when we when we started it, you know, we were, we were learning things and, um, we were, we were getting into that mindset. Like I mentioned about Grant Cardone, like he is a huge part of why our mindset changed was mm -hmm. because he was just so raw about like, you know, waking up to the fact that like, you don't have to be poor and you can really have a lifestyle that you actually want if you actually work for it. Yeah. And so the funny thing was, I was always raised with the, this is literally a motto in my family was, I would rather be poor and happy than rich and miserable. And so I was kind of almost like just bred into to thinking that. So I'm like, all right, man, I'm good. Like, as long as I'm happy, I, it doesn't matter if I'm poor, like my whole life. And do, have you guys ever really met anyone who's actually happy that they're poor? I mean, it's like the most, it's yeah. the most yeah. stressful thing, right? <laughs> yeah. poor. And I'm just like, that doesn't even make any sense, you know? So I'm like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense at all. And so, um, so yeah, so like when I started to really realize that it's not selfish to actually want to provide for your family, like awesome. our eyes really started to open and I feel like the, this, the shells just like came off my eyes and I, it was like a whole new world. It was like my Aladdin moment and Jasmine, you know, I was like, Oh my God, like there is a whole new world. I can actually have a piece of it, you know? Um, yeah. but yeah, so, I mean, there was a point where, so I was still working when we opened our agency, I was still working at another dental office cause we had moved and, um, it, I just was so run down by the time I got home that it was really hard to help him with the agency and so we literally just were like, okay, like we are going to be crazy and we're going to take a leap. I know Steve Harvey was like, most of the successful people have a little bit of crazy in them or a lot. And so, yeah. <laughs> so we literally were like, you know what, let's just do it. Like if I don't quit and just put everything into this mm -hmm. with you so that we can actually build this because that's how serious we are, 
then it might just keep trickling for years and we never grow it. And then we just keep doing the same cycle. And so I literally put in my two weeks at that point when we decided and took the leap. And yes, it was crazy. And it was a struggle. We, we got down to the point where we literally couldn't even buy ourselves our own cup of coffee for a dollar at McDonald's. And yeah. And so we, we went all in. Right. And so uh, maybe a little too crazy, but we had, you know, our, our family and our friend David, they, they helped us out when we were like super struggling. But, and we had so many people being like, you know, maybe, maybe you should just go back and work part time. Like while you're, while you're trying to build this up, like maybe you jumped too soon, maybe you did this. And, you know, we were just like, no, like I just knew I'm like, it is right. Like we are at the breakthrough. Like I know that if I, if we just stick with it, like it's going to happen. And I know that I did what I did for a reason and I want to stay true to myself and to my decision. And I just, we just felt like, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep pushing, keep grinding. You know, we were trying to learn sales. We were trying to learn, you know, brush up on your sales skills and all this kind of stuff, but it really just kind of all came together. And then everything started like piling on and like, we just grew like crazy. And so I was, we were so thankful that we stayed true to what we said because now we live like the lifestyle that we dreamed and it was, it was really hard to get there and it was a struggle. But once you're doing it and you're doing it for yourself, it's like the most powerful feeling. And then you're just like, I don't ever want to like go back to that. So I have to work even harder now to make sure that that doesn't happen. Absolutely. Yeah. What I love about that is it's that trust in yourself. You know, you listened to what that message was within. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. even though it got tough, like really tough, especially like. stuff like financially it's so easy to say you know what let me just take a part-time job let me go to the nine to five and 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 just kind of keep us afloat you know but you didn't you both stood your ground and it's like Mm -hmm. no gonna make this work we're gonna Mm -hmm. do as much personal development we're just gonna keep running with it because we know we're gonna get somewhere and we're gonna make it happen and I think that's what sustained you and, and that's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. I think many people, many people who are watching this video, um, this interview should really remember and I think that's a good yeah. point now, is don't give up on yourself. Yeah. You know, and, which you guys didn't. Yeah. And that's definitely, and it's hard, like you really have to stand your ground, especially because like when it's your family and you know, your close friends that are telling you those things you know that they mean well because they don't want to see you struggle and they don't want to see you hurt and they feel bad or they're like, Oh my gosh, like this is crazy. Why are you doing this to yourself? Like this is so much stress or, you know, all this stuff. And so they really do mean well, but it's not, you should, you should always go with your own gut and like your own journey. And so, cause everyone has their own journey. So if we would have listened to everyone else, you know, maybe the, maybe the tables would have turned and, and we wouldn't be where we're at right now or, you know, you just never know. So sticking to your guns, even when it's your own loved ones that are telling you it's a little tough, but you have, like, if you just push through to what you know is yeah. true to yourself, then that's where the reward comes on the other side, you know? So it, it's really awesome. Did you find um, those that were actually weren't encouraging you and were, were not as positive towards it? Did you find that they changed their views once they saw that you were successful or did they actually stick their ground and say, 
I still don't think that, you know, this is the right thing. Yeah, but, and then maybe slowly move out mm-hmm. of your life. How, what was that transition? Yeah. So it was definitely a transition for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, we found a lot of people who literally were like, oh, my gosh, you're crazy or you're stupid. And it was mm-hmm. funny because I actually had when I left um, the, the state that I was living in before to go to Texas, um, when I was leaving my job, I actually had the girl that I trained to take my position. She told me, she's like, well, we'll, we'll save you a, a spot here when, for when you come back in three months when you fail. Yeah. Wow. So for me, for me, that was like, all right, all right. I'm like getting, I'm getting ready. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm not failing. Like there's no way because it's such a, um, it's such a driving force when people are like, all right, well, you're going to fail. And I'm just going to wait to watch you fall on your face. And you're like, yeah, you better watch because I'm not going to fall on my face. So that's, um, it's a driving force. And then there are those who, um, just can't really comprehend. So like when people know you your whole life, and they've they've grown up, they've watched you as like a teenager or as a young adult, like when you're stupid, you know, or when you're crazy and you're like doing all these things or, you know, being immature or whatever. People have this idea in their mind and they cannot change with you to see that yeah. you really are different. Yeah. And so there's a lot of that, um, especially on my side. Um, so Michael is an only child, my husband, my business partner. And so um, him and his family Uh, They live over in Georgia, and so his parents are, like, super supportive. They've always supported us. And, um, but then, you know, my side of the table, people that where I really grew up, it's harder for them. Um, I do have a sister. Um, She's always been super supportive of me, though, even no matter what I'm doing. She's always like, I'm here, you know, so I'm thankful for that. Um, But, yeah, so, I mean, people on my side or friends and family on my side, um, extended family, it's hard for them to realize or to see that I could actually be doing something with my life and be successful. And so for a lot of them, they're like, you know, Oh, but yeah. So like Michael and Jennifer, I've heard like what they're doing, but you know, who do they work for? And you know, they'll be like, Oh, they work for themselves. And no, no, no. I know they work from home, but like, who do they work for? You know? And they're like, they're like, no, they actually own their own agency, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And just people, yeah it's it's a little crazy but it's also like I said it's it still drives that passion in me to like prove people wrong so I guess it it's like fuel for me because I'm like oh yeah like you think I can't be doing something and be successful just keep watching you know check my Instagram and you'll exactly. see you know what I mean so <laughs> it's just funny but <laughs> yeah just um, so a little bit off topic. So where you're based at the moment, is it is it quite like how do you ensure that you've like targeted the right people in terms of the uptake of your services? How does that work for you? Having, you know, obviously moving into Texas as well. Is there quite mm-hmm. a few people that are doing marketing in, in your area? How do you ensure that you're getting the right people? Right. So we're basically super remote so we could really just do it anywhere and we don't really target even local people so much um primarily we're finding people you know linkedin instagram um you know just even putting out content we've had people come to us so that's one of the things that i always heavily encourage people is like put out content because you never know who's watching you know, we have some really big people in the industry who, who watch our stuff and who like and comment, you know, and so you just never really know what's possible. Like when you get those, 
types of people like engaging with you and you're just like oh my god like are you kidding me right now this is crazy like I never thought or if you just post like videos about you know day to day or struggles or you know working too much or you know whatever it is that can lead to conversations with people that can be like man like they're hustlers like I want to work with them like they they won't quit so I need them on my team and you know so we've had people who you know come to us just through things like that so um it really we really haven't hit like the local area we live in Dallas and um yeah. so we haven't really branched out into like trying to full force like go you know um totally local with it because we're like well it's remote anyway so why not but the internet is such an amazing place to find clients and so I would encourage anyone watching this like if you're doing an agency or if you're you know any kind of online services LinkedIn and Instagram I mean has been gold for us so yeah absolutely and it also connected us together yeah, as well exactly. yeah yeah and on Facebook yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't forget about Facebook, the all-knowing, growing giant, right? <laughs> they're they're listening right now as we speak, so I can't forget <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> they're everywhere. <laughs> so, what's the um, obviously um, yourself and your husband's? You know, this is your agency. Yeah. Um, how are the dynamics in terms of being husband and wife, and then mm. also? partners and business and working together every day like how, how has that, that been you know yeah. that transformation yeah. <laughs> most people like I've had people be like I would literally kill my spouse if I yeah. had to like this <laughs> <laughs> well the awesome part about that is he is my best friend um and not just saying that on camera like he he just <laughs> is like when I have no friends in the world he is literally like we when we met we just like instantly clicked as if like we were like old souls from like another life, you know? And so we, um, we've always just had that like best friend vibe even like, so that's always kept us together, like through any struggle or anything like that. It's just, you know, um, so that's always been a big thing. So as far as working together, um, like I said about him being a computer nerd, so that came in great for me. Cause like anything, <laughs> anything on that line I'm like hey yeah Michael can take care of that for you so you know so I, I'm more of like you know the content social media like all that kind of side like onboarding sales and like he'll do sales and onboarding but he's also like super computer everything like you know ads and YouTube and all that kind of stuff so we actually surprisingly you know came together really nicely as a partnership for that and we both bring different strengths to the, to the table and so, you know, where I might be weak in an area, he picks it up. So it was almost like a match made in heaven, not to sound like super like googly, googly, whatever, but like, <laughs> um, we really are a good partnership. And so, um, we don't really get tired of each other a whole lot. Obviously like everybody needs their space. So we do make sure that we each get our own time, like going out and, you know, doing things without each other, but, yeah. um, it works really well. And we just, we're so busy most of the time that like, it just it wouldn't even really, I don't think we'd have a chance to really get bothered because we're so deep in doing something else that it's funny. Cause we try to, we really try to make sure that we talk about other things other than work because they can really like consume yeah. everything. So we're like this week, we pretty much only talk to each other about like business, you know? So it's like, okay, <laughs> like we'll try to be like, okay, so you know, because we're, we're going to GrowthCon coming up. I don't know if you guys have heard of that with 10X yeah. GrowthCon, Grant Cardone. 
Um, yeah, so we're going to that. So we'll we'll try it. Like when we're sitting down eating, we'll be like, okay, no work talk, and then we'll be like, what are you super excited about about 10x growth con? And then that will lead into us talking about like clients or work, and we're like, ah, like it's so hard to like <laughs> not talk about it. Yeah, so <laughs> so we really try because it's super easy to just never talk about anything other than that. And so we've had to work on that. Um, and we're I still working on that. If it's your passion, like it's not so much. It doesn't feel like you're talking yeah. about work. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, so exactly. <laughs> Definitely. We know it's probably not super healthy to constantly talk about it, but <laughs> but we're trying to figure it out. So <laughs> within that, how do you find your work balance for both of you being uh, currently? Yeah, I'm still working on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, I literally like work until I fall asleep with my phone on my face. So I'm, I'm still trying. Like, but, yeah. Michael's always like, can you please stop? Like, and I'm like, okay, like I'll stop. And then I'm like 20 seconds later, I'm like back on my phone. But, um, so I'm still trying to figure out the work-life balance. Um, it's, it's kind of hard, but I, I feel like what I've started for to take the steps is to make sure that I, okay. So it was really hard for me to actually, I've, I've made a goal for myself that at least one day out of the week, I know I should probably be doing it more, but at least one day out of the week, I take like three or four hours and I just go out by myself and yeah. just do something for me and, yeah. and like spend, you know, spend quality time alone and just really recharge. And when I first started doing that, I found myself still working and I'm like, why are you like, you could just be home doing this if you're like, put your phone down and just stop thinking about it. And so that was super hard for me. And I finally got the hang of it where I was like, okay, you are allowed to enjoy your life, like without having to work. So, yeah. just, you know, chill out for a little bit. So that's, that's where I've started with my work life balance. I'm still working on that. But at least once a week, I take those like three or four hours and I just don't do anything regarding my phone, <clears throat> excuse me, regarding my phone. And I just make sure that I just am doing whatever I want to do because I can and, and and it's okay to like actually treat yourself to feel like a human being so like sometimes I feel like people are like oh man if you're not hustling like 24 7 and you're not on the grind like every second you're breathing like you're a loser you know and so it's like you know you can find those uh, videos online where people just kind of yeah. grind on you and yeah but I'm like okay no it's if you if you constantly do that you're gonna burn yourself out so I'm like you need to actually you know, set time for yourself. So, and also, you created this lifestyle to enjoy, not just to you know hustle all the exactly. time. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That's the whole beauty of it to be able to go, you know, maybe go for a spa treatment or whatever mm -hmm. in that for position, coffee, yeah. or go for a coffee. You know, something that you couldn't do years ago. Yeah. And you can do you can enjoy that. now, lavishly. Yeah. Exactly. It. So yeah, it's good to. To enjoy mm -hmm. the money and the and you know all the hard work that you've put into yeah. life, as yeah, well, exactly. You know the the, the struggle Absolutely. and everything. So yeah, you know you deserve it. So make sure you treat yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it reminds me of um, I don't know if you ladies have heard of Ed Milet before, but he talks about actually like celebrating your success or at least recognizing it and actually like each time you have a win to be like. I just won, you know, and just like actually give yourself a pat on the back because it is hard work. And most people are like, all right, 
win, all right, check, and then, like, keep moving, and then they never acknowledge themselves for actually, yeah. you know, making it and actually doing something, and so then you you really can get burnt out if you're never actually, like, really oh. understanding what you've done and, and appreciating your accomplishment, so every time we ever have anything happen, like, we literally are, just take a second, and we're just like, okay, like, thank you, like, this is crazy, like, this is another step for us, we appreciate it, you know, give it back to God, the universe, and just yes. say thank you for it, and, you know, because that, that keeps it coming back to us, so exactly. that's, that's yeah. one thing that we do every time, we just say thank you, every, like, within yeah. the second of the close, or whatever it is, a new deal, a new client, we're like, okay, like, thank you, like, this, we will take care of this beautiful, precious gift, and, like, let's keep going, and it really has helped, because we've, we're just, we're just blessed, we, we, we know what we have and mm-hmm. that most people can't live like that. And we even didn't for like so many years, him and I have been together for 10 years. So mm-hmm. we've, um, we've been married coming up in May will be our 10 year wedding anniversary. So 11 mm-hmm. years we've known each other. And, um, yeah, it's been a serious journey and to see where we started, like we were both, I was 18, just about to be 19 when we got married. And he had just turned 19, like 10 days before our wedding day. So we were babies. Like I look at people now who are that age and I'm like, oh no, you don't get married. Like that is way too young. You know, I'm like, you know, <laughs> but, um, so, <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, we were super young. We, we basically grew up together. Um, as far as like, you know, when you get thrown into a marriage and living together with someone when you're eight, 19 years old and that's your spouse, you know, and then you're just like, whoa, okay. Like this is like, I'm married, like, this is real, you know, I'm not dating anyone anymore, and then you had just come out of high school, I mean, it was, like, the craziest thing, like, our family were, like, what are you doing, but, like, at the same time, with that, we still stuck to our guns, and now, look, you know, so it's just funny, because everything that we've done that most people think we're crazy for has turned out pretty good, so we're gonna keep on the track, I think. Yeah, yeah, keep on being crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Keep on being crazy. Yep. Yeah. That would be funny. But as people asked you what you got that for, you'd be like, that is way too long a story. Just go check out my <laughs> podcast with these beautiful ladies. Like that will explain everything. <laughs> that was a great marketing for our yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so obviously, People's all um, people's people's <laughs> all over the globe watching. What would you say to those who are you know who have a dream of setting up their own business? Who yeah, but are maybe kind of scared to take that step mm-hmm. and also worried financially how they'll be able to cope mm-hmm. away from the nine to five. What would your advice be to someone? Well, my advice would be. to learn a high income skill set because once you learn that and once you actually grasp that and you're really good at it so whether you're learning that on the side while you are working and you're getting trained up and you're and you're figuring it all out how it works learn the high income skill set because then you will never worry again about taking care of yourself because once you have something that not a lot of people can do or that most people need then you know that there's always a market for you. So there's always going to be people who, you know, need marketing. And even if it's not marketing, but this is just an example, 
there's always going to be a generation of people that maybe don't understand it or know they need it, but they don't know how to get go about it. Or maybe they just don't have time. Like the biggest thing for us too is, um, you know, people just don't have time. It takes so much time to nurture social media or your business to promote it. And so when you can take that burden off of people, they just can breathe again. And they're like, Oh my God. Like we even had one client that was like, I can literally sleep now because you guys are doing this for me because it was just running him so ragged that he like was being late to work because he couldn't, he wanted to make sure he got the post out for the day because he knew if he didn't do it right then he would not do it the rest of the day. And then it would throw everything off. And so it really does take a lot of time to make sure that you're doing it and doing it right and getting your content out there regularly. And so for people like, as far as marketing goes, there's always going to be a need. And a lot of people try to scare you away saying, Oh, it's oversaturated. No, it's, it's really not. Um, and then there's, there's those people who, you know, do ruin marketing for marketers because you'll talk to people and they'll be like, you know, I had a marketing agency once and they said they were going to like do this and it really didn't turn out great. And so I, I'm not going to use people anymore. And so the, or those who are just doing all this stuff to take people's money and then they don't deliver on what they say. And so there's a lot of, Mm -hmm. you know, we've run into a lot of people who have been burned before. So you have to figure out ways to overcome it and to get people to really realize that that one person providing a service isn't everyone. And so it's kind of your job to kind of coax people back in and be like, this really does work if you do it right. And it can be really successful. So as far as somebody who is watching, who is like, man, I really know I want to do something, even if it's not marketing, but some sort of business, I would just say, go for it. You get one life you have right now, you have today. And, you know, just take the step to do it, to do something towards it every single day. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to feel like you're accomplishing something, whether, like I said, whether it's learning the skill that you need, or if you already know how to do it and you're like, man, I do have the money. Like I've got a little bit of money to start an LLC. You know, you can, you can start doing things for people without having like an official business. You can do it on the side until you do make enough money to get the financials in order to start a company and really there's other resources that you don't have to get a lawyer you can use legal zoom you know there's different things out there where you can do a more affordable option and then just go for it and then i would say once you know you want to start a business get on social media because that's where you're going to find your clients you know unless you already know people ask for referrals ask people to you know send you towards people who they know might need what you have or different things like that. There's so many resources out there. Um, and then as far as people to listen to online, I would say pick like one or two and then just yeah. listen oh. to that mentor because it's so easy to get lost in everyone's yeah. advice. Yeah. yeah. And so that's really what like, can, we had to cut out so much noise because we were, there was so much advice from every person, every guru has their own way And it worked for them. It really did work for them. But you're like, okay, that's not working for me. Like I've tried this so many times and like, it's not bringing any success for me, but each person is sharing their own story and how they went about it and how they were successful. And so if you try to listen to every guru at the same time, they're all going to like condescend themselves and and it's all going to mix together. And one's going to say, don't do this. The other one's going to say, definitely do that. And you're going to get like lost in confusion. It happened to us. We were just like, who yeah. do we listen to? And so we're like, okay, pick one. 
pick one, listen to it as your mentor, and like then just go for it. And that's when really everything kind of hit out of the park for us is when we really just focused in listening to one voice on one advice on how to grow a business. And then that's where things started coming in. So I would just, that's just my advice is just make sure that you trust yourself, you know, learn your skill, even build up your, your agency before you actually have an actual business. If you need to just let your customers know, you know, this is a side gig for me right now. It's not like a legal business and they, you know, they'll either be fine with that or they'll want to wait till, you know, everything's tax savvy and all that. So that would be my advice. Great, great, love it. Constructive yeah. and positive. It's Thank good. you for that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it's oh. about it's time for you to plug your your uh, social yeah. medias now. Where oh. can your services? Where can we learn more about Alpha Brand? So I would say one of the best places to find us is on Instagram. So our Instagram is at Team Alpha Brand. And then we are business. So that's our personal one. Our business one is at I am alpha brand. Okay. And then our website is I am alpha brand.com. And so we're, we're on all the social platforms, but like, if you just want to go to those, that would be simpler. But I mean, we're on LinkedIn and Facebook obviously, but Instagram right. and our website would be the best place probably to for a quick overview of, of who we really are. So. Brilliant. Perfect. So yeah. at least put all that info yeah. for everyone. So they can come awesome. and out. Yeah. And yeah. Your last message for everyone before we end the show. My last message. So just whatever I want to say. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> okay. So my my <laughs> advice that I really um, felt really passionate about recently is kind of I've touched a little bit on it here. Is just your friends and family they they think they know the best they think they are wishing you the best but sometimes those are the voices you need to block out so like if there's somebody watching this who's like man like I don't want to make my family disappointed I've literally had my closest family look at me in the face and tell me they were disappointed in me they were ashamed of me they couldn't believe I would try to do the things I'm trying to do and you know it does hurt but you know what your calling is, you know what your direction that you're leaning towards is. And so I would say, listen to that and whatever, you know, guidance you have, whatever spiritual beliefs you have, or if you don't, or you do whatever it is, you know, everybody has like core intuition, listen to your intuition, whether it comes to people who come your way. We've had people who, you know, there's always going to be snakes trying to trying to get in or trying to, you know, steal, steal your thunder or like take advantage of you at your lowest point. You know, we've, we've experienced all that even on our journey, you know, our short journey of doing this. And so I would just say, listen to your intuition, no matter whose feelings you're going to hurt, because in the end, like you are what is most important. And if you have yourself or, or a family, or if it's literally just you, nobody else is going to win for you. You have to do it. And so sometimes you literally have to disappoint people because in the end, you're going to show them that you are right and that you are listening to that call. And I would just say, go all in and don't let anybody stop you because it's, it's literally what's worked for us. And we've had so many people, we've had more people come against what we're doing than that have been there alongside us. We literally I have plenty of room on this hand for more people 
to be on count here for supporting us. And so it's really crazy. But even if you go at it and you are completely alone in the end, the right people will come into your life eventually. So please, like, just do you and be alpha. That's what I would say. And I think that's perfect, especially for the time of year. You know, we're in a new year. Yeah. And sometimes people need to hear that. They need, mm -hmm. you know, that. I think this show's given them that motivation. Definitely. So, Jennifer. Up, yeah. Yeah. As you said, kick, kick up, up the backside. backside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, I can say you. is thank you so much yeah. for being thank out. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was so fun. <laughs> I like want to come hang out now. I'm like, all right, yeah. just call me after this and like I'll come fly to London and we'll get coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> the next time we're wearing States as well. We need to head to Texas. Yes. <laughs> Just make sure you do it at the right time of year when it's not like complete oh, tornadoes yeah. and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Oh, thank well, you, ladies. So thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. Perfect. Okay, so um, we'll say goodbye to you now, Jennifer. Okay. Bye, Bye. guys. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. After months of reviewing thousands of documents and conducting hundreds of interviews behind closed doors, the House January 6th committee hearings are underway. Tune in to C-SPAN as committee members question key witnesses about what transpired and why during the assault on the U.S. Capitol. Get the hearing schedule on our website at cspan.org and watch our coverage on the free C-SPAN Now app. Or listen on your smart speaker by saying play C-SPAN Radio. C-SPAN, your unfiltered view of government.